Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. It's election day in Georgia, and it is a big one. Two Senate runoff races with control of the United States Senate hanging in the balance. We'll discuss that, plus Pence's position. Donald Trump putting his vice president up to a loyalty test. And finally today, a consequential 48 hours. It's going to be a wild ride that is going to determine both the end of the Trump presidency and the beginning of the Biden era in American politics. I know it seems that the 2020 election will never end, but it actually is going to come to a close today with the two final Senate runoff elections in Georgia. Now, how did we get here? Just a reminder, in Georgia, the rule back in November for the general election is if a candidate doesn't reach 50% plus one, then the top two candidates in the vote get onto a runoff. And that happened in two different Senate races, the regularly scheduled Senate race because David Perdue's six-year term was up and he was running for re-election against Democrat John Ossoff, And in the special election, where Kelly Loeffler, the Republican-appointed senator, was running to be elected in her own right to finish out the term of the retired Republican Johnny Isaacson. She's running against the Democrat Reverend Raphael Warnock. So we've got two elections. Nobody got to 50% plus one back in November. So both went on to a runoff. That is where we are today. Now listen, we expect maybe 70 to 80% of the vote has already happened. So much vote-by-mail and early vote already in the bank, largely because of the pandemic, but also because of the changing ways in which Americans vote. So when you look at the pictures today of people showing up at the polls in Georgia, and you may not see huge long lines, or you may hear that things are running so smoothly and there's just a trickling of voters, remember, it may only be 20 to 25, maybe 30% of the overall electorate is actually voting today on election day. But just like in November, we know there's political difference, significant political difference between those that vote by mail, vote early in person, and vote on election day in person. And the method of vote actually matters in terms of people's politics. We know overwhelmingly today, Republicans will be dominating at the polls today. Republicans are far more inclined to vote in person on Election Day than are Democrats. Yes, Georgia is a state demographically on the move. Yes, Joe Biden beat Donald Trump in what had been a reliably Republican state by just under 12,000 votes in the presidential election. But it's still a reddish battleground state. And so it is a climb today for Democrats, especially given the fact that there's usually a drop-off usually more significantly with Democratic voters than Republican voters between the November election and a runoff. However, some glimmers of hope for Democrats that they banked so much early vote and that turnout stayed so high, especially among African-Americans, key to the Democrats in Georgia, that perhaps they built up such a lead that Republicans can only overwhelm it with an explosive election day turnout. So keep your eyes focused on that map. The Atlanta area, counties, and the suburbs is the battleground yet again but also in those smaller rural counties like where Donald Trump was last night, getting out all of his most ardent supporters for Purdue and Leffler will be critical in today's results. And remember, 
The Democrats need to win both of these Senate seats today in order to get control with Vice President Harris's tie-breaking vote come January 20th. If they split or if Republicans win both of them, Republicans maintain control. Mitch McConnell remains the majority leader of the United States Senate. This is a huge, huge day of politics in America, and so much is on the line. I just ask you, pack some patience. It may be a while before we know the final results. And if you're looking for more information about what's at stake in these races or want to find out more about the four candidates on the ballot today, be sure to check out this podcast series on the Georgia Senate runoffs. Now, here's what else matters today. Donald Trump putting the squeeze on his vice president, Mike Pence. Now, if you've paid attention to the last four years, you know there is no more loyal a lieutenant than Mike Pence is to Donald Trump. But that didn't stop the president last night at his campaign rally in Georgia from making sure that Mike Pence knows he expects Mike Pence to deliver politically for him tomorrow when he presides over the joint session of Congress for the counting of the electoral votes. And I hope Mike Pence comes through for us, I have to tell you. I hope that our great vice president, our great vice president comes through for us. He's a great guy. Of course, if he doesn't come through, I won't like him quite as much. Then today, the president continued down this path. He tweeted, quote, the vice president has the power to reject fraudulently chosen electors. This is not true. I I mean, I went back today to read the 12th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Sort of governs how the electoral vote count proceeds. And Vice President Pence has a purely ceremonial role. He is there for the opening of the electoral count sheets that were certified and submitted by each of the states, and he is there to oversee as they get tallied. It is up to members of the House and the Senate if they want to object to a certain state's electoral votes being counted, and clearly that's going to happen in this Republican loyalty test to Donald Trump. In his last two weeks in office, he wants to divide the Republican Party so badly into various camps, the pro-Trump Republicans and those that actually want to follow the Constitution. Now, that's not, of course, how Donald Trump sees it. He sees it as pro-Trump Republicans on the side of a vote and an election that has integrity uh, versus those in the establishment who are just catering to pressure from the media. Well, that's not the case. This was a legitimate election. Republican governors, Republican elections officials, They all signed off on it. But we are going to see a day of theater on Capitol Hill, dangerous theater, theater that will have some lasting damage to the very fabric of our democracy. And Mike Pence is going to preside over it. And Donald Trump thinks he can convince his vice president, with whom he's having lunch today to, I'm sure, discuss this further, that he can actually intervene and reject some of these electoral votes, throw the election to the House, maybe. He can't. It will not happen. But that doesn't mean that the damage that's being done to the fabric of our democracy is not everlasting. That's the danger here. And the fact that Donald Trump is willing to put his loyal vice president in a vice like this in the closing days of his presidency yet again proves loyalty only is a one-way street in Donald Trump's world, and that is to Donald Trump, not loyalty the other way around. And finally today, just step back, folks. These 48 hours, the Georgia runoffs that are going to determine which party controls the United States Senate, what the 
implosion inside the Republican Party over Trump's demand to shred the constitutional norms and actually try and overturn the results of a totally fair, legitimate, safe and secure election, what you are witnessing are some of the most consequential hours in modern American history. Because what is happening is going to be definitional for this moment in time. By ending his presidency, by igniting a feud inside the Republican Party that is clearly going to be the divide that the battle for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024 is over. This notion of fealty to Donald Trump and his supporters or fealty to the rule of law and the Constitution. That's going to be the divide. And you see it happening right now. So the fact that we're going to see that play out in the next 48 hours, as well as the beginning of the Biden presidency defined here, whether or not his agenda is going to get a roadblock from a Republican-controlled Senate, or if indeed he's going to have a controlled Democratic Congress, very narrowly controlled Democratic, both in the House and the Senate, but one that's in his party's hands that could smooth the way for the beginning of the Biden term. So you are seeing this era of American politics actually be defined in these next 48 hours. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow to Citizen by CNN, which presents What Next America, to talk all things Georgia and the electoral vote count. It will be an absolute must-watch panel that happens tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern, and you can RSVP for it at cnn.com slash citizen2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow.